What's up, everybody? Welcome to Music for the Messes podcast. My name is Keith, and my co-hosts are Mike and Mel. And this week... Hola. Hi. <laughs> that was the most least energetic <laughs> intro ever from both of us. Hi. Hola. <laughs> Yeah, I'm all over here. Hi, usted, mi amigo. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, music Buenos, for the messes, and you're like, Buenas tardes, cómo están ustedes? Hello. Yeah, we don't need none of that. <laughs> it's oh Espanol. We're getting to our Spanish people. I speak Spanish. We're now syndicated. <laughs> I'm gonna put up some. That's like uh, four unique listeners. I think. Watch out. <laughs> you want them to speak Spanish? You just greeted them. Thanks, Mel. You're welcome. All right. Well, this week on our show. We are going to go in a different direction with our topic. We are? Yeah, because, you know, normally we're like, we're trying to pick songs that, you know, we're really behind, that really fits things. And this week we're going to talk about our guilty pleasures. But mm. Mike's going to tell us what our show is really about and how we're going to take songs for these guilty pleasures. All right. Yes, what we do is weekly we will take four songs and they will answer our questions. Well, here's the thing is one song we have to all agree on, and we call that our joint selection. The other songs, we have an old song, a new song, and what we call the genre bender. And since this podcast is primarily about rock music and metal, et cetera, et cetera, the genre bender will not be in styles of music that we would normally cover. As far as what we define as old and new, old music is anything 2005 or prior New music is anything 2006 or more current. There is a likelihood we're going to screw up one day and go over the line a little bit. But for this moment, that is exactly the way that this podcast will play out. Hell yeah. We have rules. <laughs> we follow them. No, we don't. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. As long line. as it's convenient to us. Yes. I'm anti-establishment. Your anti-establishment <laughs> silly ass. <laughs> Anyways. So are you starting with our joint uh as, our as joint we, venture? As a joint yes. venture. As every week whether Mel or Tori shows up, yeah. she'll let us know the joint. Yeah. Correct? So our joint yeah. is uh the song Space Lord by Monster Magnet. Is that a one hit wonder? Yes and no. Okay. I, they're that's their most popular song. Yeah. However, they're a pretty well known band. They have really? some other albums. Yeah. Oh, that's the only damn song I knew. That's how guilty yeah, that's okay. my pleasure is with this song. Is I only listen to that damn song. <laughs> well, I, think I love it, it though. I freaking love this song, and I don't even know. I just pulled it out of my ass when we were coming up with songs. Yeah. And I just was like, this is just one of those songs that you just you'd want to love you hate to love i don't know if that's it's a right song it. you like and it's, it's the reason it's in our but guilty it's super pleasure. cheesy but it's it's, oh, it's like definitely i know it charted but it's not a song you go yeah space man. lord mother mother don't, don't. you know that's the whole thing that's all he does in there <laughs> i don't understand any of the other fucking words in the whole song except for that part like it's the lyrics like, read like they came straight out of a middle school choose your own adventure. adventure <laughs> now. He's yes. talking about pharaohs and he's talking about space lords and it's just like he's just all over the fucking place. He just I've been stuffed in my pocket for the last hundred days, like that. Yeah, right? but and that's like when I don't I get my bath, I take it out on the slaves. I mean, <laughs> oh, that is not appropriate, sir. We have to talk. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a this jerk. space lord. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, see I could see this song in a Marvel movie, like. Being the villain song. Oh, know, I can see know? that. But, That's a good point. But uh, honestly, it's it he is. He needs it's, to take a bath, though. Look at his picture. 
Oh my god. He's dirty looking. <laughs> He's not as dirty as the guy from Buck Cherry, but Oh, that fucker, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick his ass. But <laughs> he is way dirtier. <laughs> So dirty. It's Christina Aguilera with four R's. He's dirty. Dirty. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those songs that you know it, if most it comes people on will the radio. not. Yeah, if you if it comes on the radio, you don't usually change the station for some no, reason. No, because like, oh my god, I haven't heard this in forever. And then you halfway through, you're like, I don't ever want to hear this again. And then you turn it back down. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird song. It's it's it definitely has to be a guilty pleasure because I don't know anybody who's running around. It's like I'm a Monster Magnet fan, dude. Whoa. I think they were in a concert once that I was at, but I don't remember. Like, maybe like a festival more so because oh, I didn't. The thing I is, is I accidentally stumbled upon Monster Magnet within the last year or two, just li- kind of shuffling through Spotify and mm-hmm. it was playing songs you might like this band or this band. And somehow or another, I ended up on a Monster Magnet playlist. Oh. And surprisingly, <laughs> they write good riffs. Yeah. They. The songs aren't bad, but the lyrics are rotten. Yeah. yeah. And this is one of those where I'm, this is not even one of their better hooks, I don't think, but it's a hookish and it's, it's all right. It's, it definitely is for a radio song. Mm-hmm. It would be one that I like more than most, even though I realize that it's not a very good song. I don't think. <laughs> No, it's not a good song, but it's it's got a catchy, you know, it's catchy. So when when you hear it on the radio, I think it's you're the, waiting for the first chorus to come in, and then you're like, yeah, this song's great, and then you're like, it's really not that great. I think it's that bass line, though. I think it's yeah. that bass riff. Yeah, that, I mean, just it 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 kind of it's kind of mesmerizing. Like you know, there are songs where you don't give a shit what the lyrics say. It's just because of what ha- is happening musically. And I I I'll give Mike that they write really good, like. The musician part of it, the musicianship part of it, yeah. as far as their instruments goes, is really good. It's just their lyric, lyric side of it is not terrible. so bueno. It's, it's simple and it's solid, and sometimes that's all you really need mm-hmm. in a band. You don't need yeah. to go overboard with complexity yep. as long as you do what you came to do. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they do. So they're a solid band. Again, they're. I doubt there's many people out there rocking Monster Magnet as their favorite band. I'm sure the number of Monster Magnet tattoos is much less, much lower than <laughs> <Linda's> tattoos. <laughs> True. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and we'll never use them again. So, hey, there you go. There's our joint pick for, uh, true. for our guilty pleasure song. <laughs> so, yeah. who is up? Oh, Mike's got the old, right? You got old. I do. And I had so many choices I could have gone with here. But again, I picked a song from a band. I will probably never use another one of their songs again. But I absolutely love this song. And I will admit it's garbage. And I can't help myself for loving this song because the lyrics are garbage. And the guitar sounds like the amplifier is, instead of an amplifier, he's playing through like a 70s cassette player with a busted (laughs) mono speaker. Mm And the bass sounds like a hungover frat boy with a belly full of White Castle throwing up in your armoire. I mean, there's just a, it's, I'm thinking this has got to be to me, Snap Your Fingers, Snap Your Neck by Prong. Yeah. That song is terrible. I would hate that song. I I love this song. This song is like, okay. So I was like, I know we're always going to have some songs that we don't completely agree on. Or we, you know, we just don't get, I couldn't, I'm, 
I was like, this song is the longest song in the world. And I looked down, I was like, damn, it's only four minutes and 11 seconds long. <laughs> That's what I, was I like, told you. I was yeah. like, God, this is song is long. I was like, I was holy, like, holy hell. I was, like, Mike, I was like, Mike's got like, you know, an orchestra song over here for us to listen to that's rocky. You know, yeah, like, we were like at four, we were like two and a half minutes in, and we both look at the thing. I was like, we've got another minute and a half of this song. You <laughs> want the court life? Bring <laughs> it back. I mean, again, I like- if I I think if I listen to it, maybe like a little bit more, maybe. The problem but- is it's going to come on the radio one day, and we're going to be like driving down the road, and we're like, motherfuck that Mike. He got this shit in our head now. <laughs> <laughs> this song is so fun to drive to. I can see I that. Love, I love everything about this song and nothing about this song. It's there's the riff is fat, but not necessarily inventive. Uh, he, I love the harmonic he pulls out. He's like, da 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 Starts whispering, or he just starts screaming louder. He's like, you want the good life. You break your back. <laughs> and then later on, he's like, you want the good life. You break your back. It's like Uncle so, yeah. Nino from the Jersey Shore doing lyrics. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and the, the lyrics, literally, it's like they're written by Adam Sandler's thrash-loving yes. cousin or something. It's just Oh, awful. see, I did tell you that because, it, well, the funny enough that you meant it, mentioned that because we were in the restaurant and there was something that was made out of navy beans and I started seeing the navy bean sounds. But now that you say that, it is very Adam Sandler-esque. Yeah. <laughs> navy beans, so I'm sorry navy I had, beans. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to expose you to this song. And this is, like I say, I know I shouldn't love this song, but it is literally on my drive angry list. It is literally on Mike's guilty pleasure list. I have a handful of lists, and it's, it ticks the box on yeah. almost everything I listen to because it's just. It is. I will give you that. It is in the know. same same league as Space Lord and all of those yeah, songs. It's, There's it's, a catchy part to it, and it and it kind of sticks in your head a little bit. If it's your guilty pleasure, it's your guilty pleasure. I mean, we all have them, and they're not oh, always yeah. the most like you know found songs. <laughs> you want to stand behind this because you know, but. You know, but that's the thing. Like when you get in the car, it's like, yeah, I really, it's, it's prong day. You know, I, yeah. I can see yeah, you Mike, I can see uh-huh. Mike getting in the car and be like, you know what? It's, it's one of those prong days. I got this. Oh, I have a picture of me sending my, my display on my radio will show the song you're playing like most of them do. And I have a picture. I know I've sent this picture to somebody when it came on and I was like, fucking A. It's, <laughs> a prong is not a musical hill I will die on. But damn it if I don't live there ever so often. <laughs> we all do. It's Absolutely. <laughs> it's how it works. All right. So what's your new song? No, girl. That's moving you, on. No, I'm not. I'm a genre bender. No, you're not. I wasn't? No. Seriously? No. Yeah. Oh, we put this in my category? Oh, then we just broke our own damn rules. No, you didn't. Really? No. Eh, kind of. It's a rock-ish song. Okay. Well, then it's me. Yeah. Oh, I didn't want to put it in there. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, he broke our own damn rules. No, he didn't. Okay, then. Because you oh. chose the cover band. Oh, yeah, that's true. You didn't choose the actual artist. Yeah, this you... is more. What yeah. is this more? Electric? It's metal. Metal? Mm-hmm. For real? Yeah, it's more yeah. metal core. Emo rap. Well, I mean, if from the original artist. Yeah, but they consider this emo rap, no? Eh, whatever. Yeah. I picked this... it anyways. Yeah. Yeah, this song is like Linkin Park and Sum 41 had a bastard child yeah, raised we'll by 98 degrees out of the back of an El Camino that had been turned into a meth lab. Okay, well then it totally fits this category. My <laughs> new song is <laughs> um, is Save That Shit by Chin Up Kid. Chin, wait? Yeah. Okay. 
I got to confuse the Little Peep version because that's really where I heard it first. Yeah. So my daughter's a diehard Little Peep fan. Love Little Peep. We play it in the car all the time. I think it's awful. Really? Oh, yeah. She loves it. Love, love, loves it. Those SoundCloud rappers, she loves them. So long time ago, we started playing this, and I like the song by Little Peep, but now I really like the song because of what they've done with it because yeah. he, it's not very so, good. So this is a Little Peep song? Yeah, yeah. it's a cover of it. It's a cover of Little Peep. I had song. no idea. Yeah, it's a cover I, of Little Peep. It, I'm going to interject in there. I I took the time because I didn't really know Little Peep until her daughter. We and watched then, this documentary. Then I watched the documentary on him. I think if the kid would have lived, he would have turned into what Machine Gun Kelly is doing right now. He uh, actually would have. That's a high bar. No, he well, really would have. He was on the way of doing that. He, he was, was surrounded by they, some they really going, bad people. They were. He was oh. on the way to like redefining the pop punk scene, like. MJ Key or Machine Gun Kelly is doing with Travis Barker right now. I mean, what they're doing and trying to reshape and bring that that scene up in pop punk era is, is the problem is he brought all his boys with him. Yeah, that were poor from... kid died. But anyways, back to your chin up kid. Yeah. So, but yeah, I really love this song. It's one of my songs. Like when it comes on, it doesn't really kind of fit in the rest of what I listen to. Mm-hmm. But damn, if I don't love it when it comes on. Yeah. It's like a throw the windows down, put the sunroof back, kind of chill driving mm-hmm. song. I enjoy it. I like it. And I like the way they changed it because the original, you'll have to listen to it, Mike. The original is not that great. <laughs> well, the the original was, I mean, when you listen to the Little Peep version, um, what you hear is a kid who is just starting out uh, trying to find a sound and was completely wasted. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. the lyrics are the lyrics. I mean, we, we always have bad lyrics on the show. So, <laughs> but no, the <laughs> lyrics are not that great, but I like what they've done with it. It's got a little, but groove the cover to version it. of it, yeah, but the cover version is, I, I don't mind the cover version of it myself either. Yeah. I enjoy it. Okay. My guilty pleasure. Not my speed, but again, I brought prong onto the show and <laughs> we counteracted see. with chin up kid. <laughs> I see I your this prong. Is weird. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is the funny thing about our musical taste is we do have a lot of convergence, but we are not the perfect Venn diagram. And this one falls outside of my Venn diagram, mm-hmm. probably like uh, Prong falls out of yours. And that's okay. This is one potentially, I'd have to listen to it a lot. This is not a yeah. style of music. Uh, Linkin Park is about as much as I can get into that kind of style and everything else to me sounds Kind of like I've said about Rage Against the Machine. Everything, mm-hmm. everybody the band has tried to copy Rage Against the Machine just sounds like a derivative of Rage Against the Machine. This sounds like a derivative of Linkin Park to me. And I could, it, but it's a little poppier, I think. I don't yeah. know. Like I said, that's where the Sum 41 came from. I mm-hmm. don't know what to think about this band. I'd have to listen to more of their work. Well, their their work them. their work outside of this is com- kind of completely different. It was one of those things where it's like, yeah. I mean, you've seen the like the punk goes the pop goes punk or the pop yeah. or the punk goes crunk or you know those types of albums were like okay. they take you know we came as Romans or yeah. August Burns Red somebody covered one of these really high prolific like pop songs. That's what these guys did. They just said, you know what, this is a kind of cool song. We want to do our own version of it. And I, honestly, they they did it they did it a good bit of justice for being that side of it. But no, I get the I get the Lincoln Park some forty one vibe from it uh, because <laughs> I mean I can it, it just that's what you get because that's what you know. But I think me as far as myself like digging like I've really tried to get out of my old like gent and like really metalcoreish like like staple. So I started moving to more of the pop punk and. Well, I've always liked pop punk, but like into this newer pop punk style, like I said, like Machine Gun Kelly and Mod Son and these other artists nowhere, coming up. No- like nothing nowhere. Nothing nowhere, who is less pop punk, more of like a pop rap, like 
kind of vibe and getting into this music where it's kind of like but outside they've got my the gun guitar room. in there and they've got the yeah. they've got the parts of metal that we like yeah so, I so guess it's that's why I mean, like, so it's it's kind of like it's kind of like melding these genres together but also doing something that's different which i love right. different music so i've been trying to pull myself out of where i was at so trying to but there, there's times man it's just you just can't do it and but but this song i think for like for her pick yeah, I don't mind it so much, and I'm like you, Mike. I've had to listen to this song a lot, this particular song, to really. Yeah, get he to didn't the place. like it either when I first started playing. Yeah, I was like, it, no, I hate like this it. song. But it I came on it. the other day when we were driving, listening to the playlist, and it kind of was just like, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it feels good to listen to the song. Like it's good. It is one of those songs that if you listen to it enough, it it. it yeah, it, I'm happy when it rolls through my playlist, like because I just play my yeah. like songs if I'm in the car on Spotify. And maybe and that'll be roll a, through. Maybe that can be one of our future topics: the songs you had to listen to. Yeah, more than you would have thought you would like to come to understand and actually yeah. enjoy them because I've got songs like that. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but if you give me a couple minutes, I guarantee yeah. I will. And there's, some... there's somewhere, first time I hear them, the first 10 times I hear them, I just absolutely despise them. And then later I'm like, yeah. all right, I, I was wrong. Next you see yourself bopping your head, you're like, damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you think about it, like some of my favorite bands right now is because I had to listen to a song over and over and over. And then once I listened, I got to that point, I was like, damn, I like all their stuff now. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. That happens. That's like, you know, what's, what bands are like that? We have bands that are like that, too. Yeah. All right, so we're going to roll to you then? Yes, yeah, so guilty pleasures, man. Oh, let, let Lord me say have this. mercy. <clears throat> I'm going to say this. Say it. As soon as you say guilty pleasures, I only have one band in mind. One band. I knew is what you're going to pick a song by this band. Well, see, and, and let me say this. It took me a while to pick the song. I knew the band, but it took me a while to pick you the have song. so many choices. Because I love so many of their songs. And I know it's. I know people are gonna be like, "Give me your card, give me your metal card, give me your I'm man like, card." Fuck you. <laughs> this band is good. No damn man card. I'm a father. <laughs> yeah, you are. I mean that. That is why you listen to the song. So I actually picked "Drag Me Down" by One Direction, and One Direction is my guilty pleasure band. I don't care. I used to say. I remember back in the day when people were talking about One Direction. I was like, "Man, I'll never listen to One Direction. One Direction, them poppy boys." And then I went on a three-hour drive with my girls, taking them to a One Direction concert. And I was listening to their music, and I was like, damn, this shit ain't half bad. <laughs> I'm like, these kids can actually sing. And damn, the music's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Whoever's writing this music is actually writing some good hooks and some good yeah. melodies. I mean, the, uh, if you put the pop aside and you put that they're a boy band aside, the dudes are talented. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They have separate I mean, albums like, now, too. Harry Styles and Louis Thomason. Harry Styles. I mean, these guys, they, they, they talented, but I do love, I do love their music and drag me down is one of my favorite songs. It's just, and I'm not going to lie to you about four or five of their songs got me through some hard shit. So, huh. you know, so I was like, I was going through a terrible phase of my life and they were, uh, made in the AM that album. After, yeah, that's a good time. I know way too much about One Direction, but it's okay. My daughter is proud of me for knowing that much. <laughs> I'm she happy lo- you do. Cause I can relate to my middle school girls at school. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't be like your masculinity. Good yeah. job. Like I like One Direction. I was like, my husband does too. That's awesome. <laughs> I only know it because of that for him. But so. yeah, so this song is this was one of those songs that just kind of got me through that phase. And I was like, you know, if I'm gonna pick a song, it's gonna be this or that song. I am, and 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 it's a great acoustic song. But this is my guilty pleasure, and I'm okay saying that because I love listening to these boys sing. It's just they they just good. And they're funny as shit, and they can't dance like me, so I'm, I'm all right with it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to yeah, go could, One Direction. Yeah, this is, as you mentioned, Keith, and I actually have this written in my notes, is that 
do you know, I guess I'm going to mention what I was had in my notes, but I want to ask you, do, did One Direction write their own music or are they kind of like written for? They uh, they do write their own music, but they also have people come in and help write and produce and stuff. Just okay, like, you know, gotcha. yeah. But, uh, because, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like you said, a lot of these bands, not just boy bands, but uh, like Christina Aguilera, some of her songs are gorgeous. Like Beautiful is a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toxic by Britney Spears. If anybody's ever heard the local age version, they take it and show you what a rock version of that song could be. What about be, and Breathe like, On Me? Did you think that was a good one? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I think she wrote that one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> If Brittany wrote her own songs, they would all be Breathe On Me, Uncomfortable Strip Club songs. Listen to our previous episode. You can find out all that information. But yeah, a lot of these songs by these boy bands are great songs. And these guys, truth is, they're better looking than me. They're richer than me. They're more talented than me. They're probably packing Ron Jeremy-sized heat if God (laughs) is just as cool as I believe he is. And as far as I'm concerned, I've got no problem with it. If I were in their boat, I'd be doing the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I used to tell people about, what is it, the band, New Kids on the Block. Yeah, yeah. Oh my Big God. when I was a kid. They're laughing their and asses at the bank. I used to hate New mm-hmm. Kids on the Block. They'd be like, if they were here, I'd kick their ass. I was like, first off, I'm pretty sure Donnie Wahlberg probably kick your ass. For Secondly, real. not only that, if you give me the option to trade my life in for their life, I don't care if I had to sing shit music or not. I am down with that lifestyle sign me the fuck up so word well and if your girl likes it you should be listening to it anyways because then you're gonna get you know way i like the metal often. chicks when i was in school so that was yeah, yeah. the, the 80s the hair, hair band hair spray and the yeah. aqua net for days the, oh exactly <laughs> they had the big bouffant in the front yeah smoking cigarettes hair. in the bathroom hell yeah that was me 16 year old smoking yeah, cigarettes that is one thing bathroom. that I, I think is amazing is that Schools used to have a smoking section for kids. Word. Oh, yeah. We did all the time. Yeah. yeah that's the thing. It was a now thing. we had the burnout bathroom. Those are all the kids that smoke weed and uh, <laughs> burnout. Yeah. Oh, I can't go with that bathroom. That was a burnout bathroom. <laughs> Aquanet. You like walk in there. It's like a fog of Aquanet and smoke and you're afraid to you know, even have a lighter in there. Get some like static electricity. <laughs> blow up. Yeah, actually, the funny thing I learned, and I learned this from a fellow <laughs> podcaster recently, is that by the time we hit high school, Aquanet wasn't as big a thing. Or if it was, the difference was was the the actual formula was no oh, longer toxic. Like, yeah, it wouldn't catch fire. Like when I was a kid, and oh. I know I've mentioned this a thousand times, I would use the Aquanet bottle mm-hmm. and squeeze yeah, it in front of a, a lighter in front of it and turn fucking shit but no that was when i was young i was probably seven eight nine by the time i hit high school i recall i don't think aquanet was a thing if it was i think the formula had changed yeah it was not playing it was thick though god you walk in there it was bad and that's i think that's why that you started seeing like the pump hairspray yeah rave that was the one the blue bottle of rave hairspray was blue all the stuff we just you'd use brake cleaner and use a lighter but blake Break cleaner. That's a bad kid. So yeah, I guess I've got nothing else to add about this song except it is a good song, and uh, more power to you for liking them. Again, I've got my guilty pleasures. I've got plenty of them. I think it's we almost snuck a Todd Snyder song on here one episode. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's one that will come up definitely, and yeah. uh, that probably would have been one of my guilty pleasures had I had the genre bender a Todd Snyder song. But 
Yeah. I was stuck with prom. Well, and and I'll say this, and I and I want to shout out to all the dads out there that if you're listening, that made it through the One Direction. Well, <laughs> you it, have to though. That's like being a dad. It's okay to like the music it your is. kids like. Absolutely. It's okay, and and yeah. it's okay to say that you like it because if it's music you like and you'll play it in your car, then it's okay to say. Well, it. even when we went on our like couple of first dates, when you were playing music in the car, one of these would come up, and I'd be like. Interesting. But then he told this. me the story of why, and I was like, okay, because, you know, <laughs> it's kids. Adorable. It's adorable. I'll say this. <clears throat> and it helps me out at school, so I appreciate it. I will say this, that my relationship with my, my daughters, who are my two youngest kids, yeah, uh, are probably the best because of the music I made myself listen to and come to enjoy. What? Between yeah. One Direction and K-pop. Made my world so much better with my with just the relationship. Well, with my look daughters. at my damn pick was for my kid. Exactly, little peep. There's no way I'd be living a little peep. But her and I would go riding, and she'd be like, "Can I play my little peep songs?" I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, go ahead, play them." And after well, a while, my daughter was the one. My daughter was on that one that actually introduced me to prong when she was four. She's like, "Listen to this, daddy." <laughs> <laughs> that, did, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> well, guys and girls, we want to thank you for checking out our guilty pleasures. Hey, why don't you go onto the Instagram or the Twitter? And check us out, Music for the Masses, and tell us your guilty pleasures. Or, as Mike will always tell you, you can go over to, or not go over to, but you can open up your Outlook, which is now probably snail mail for most of us. But hit an email over to us at guiltypleasures at musicforthemesses.com or hit us up at Mike, Mel, or Keith at musicforthemesses.com and let us know what your guilty pleasures are as well. We want to say thank you for always for listening to the show, and we will... I like to say, see you next week, Mike. Did you tell them they can find us on Instagram? I just said Instagram and the Twitters. Oh, I missed that. I Tori asleep. always shows up at the end of the Hello. show trying to disrupt stuff. <laughs> Hola, I was in Spanish. I, did, I dubbed it over. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, she's glitching over there, Keith. You better help her out. Oh, I need to get some food in her or something. <laughs> what happens? But as always, guys and girls, we appreciate you for checking out the show. For Mike, Mel, and myself, we will see you again. I always say see you again, but see you again next time. Later. Music for the messes. Bye-bye.